Hello, and welcome back to Dinner at Yiffney's with your host, Takem Ironhoof. In this episode, we meet Di, who, while browsing through a curiosity shop, a pair of enchanted gloves have something wicked in mind for this most curious bunny. If you would like to read this story for yourself, you can find it at sofurry.com slash view slash 1409618. As always, Amethyst Mare is open for commissions. Please see their profile at amethyst-mare.sofurry.com for links and rates. Some of the tags for this story are as follows. Male, masturbation, handjob, gloves, public, bunny, rabbit, anthro, erotic, and orgasm. Come. Sit back and relax with a nice beverage as we once again dive into another world of furry erotica. The Magic Gloves by Amethyst Mayer The rabbit poured over each and every item in the curiosity shop, a bunny with time to kill. With soft brown fur and a mop of cutely messy chestnut hair, Di swept his paw absently back through it, tail twitching as he amused himself while waiting for the train. The train times were always such a pain those days, changing at the worst of times, and he was stuck for a way to get home, until the one he needed came into the station unless he wanted to chance the bus. Wrinkling his nose, he sighed, whiskers twitching. Di hated the bus. So that was out of the question, and, well, he would not have found the curiosity shop if he had not been strolling around aimlessly with a smoothie and paw, a mix of fruits that, perhaps, he would not have thought to try on his own. It was nice enough, but not so nice that he had been reluctant to down it hastily in lieu of missing out on what the little shop crammed into the corner of a back street had to offer. And it did not disappoint, with its crooked shelves and that musty old air that such shops seemed to hold, his curiosity getting the better of him, ironically so and goading him on to check out each and every little thing he passed. A vase, a collection of carved chess pieces, a crystal sculpture. Every single one was brought to him with a sense of wonder, as if they had been laid there especially for him to discover, although it had been by pure chance that he had stumbled across the shop at all. Or had it. Had some ulterior power, perhaps, been working right along in the background, guiding his paws to the shop that would unlock such pleasure for him. One could only imagine. These. All other thoughts slipped from his mind. The many items he'd examined, paling in comparison to the find just before him. Di shivered, eyes locking onto the gloves as if they were calling him in. It was no secret that he was rather partial to a lovely pair of gloves, regardless of what they were, but silken ones held a special favor with him, stirring a need much deeper inside of him than anything the mere eye could see for itself. Wait, no. Besides those silk ones, well, there was an even more striking pair of violet satin ones, a small ring of black beating around the hem of the wrist. The satin gleamed with a soft sheen, one formed to the hand of a model on the shelf, and he picked up the other one 
slipping it on over his delicate, slender fingers, as if it had been made just for him. It was all too easy to collect a second from the fingers of the model, too, the satin rustling softly as it was removed, although it eased over his other paw without a sound, the fur muting any noise that may have been made. And right then and there, he knew that it had been a mistake, or the best thing ever to happen to him. It really was something up for debate, as heated arousal flooded his mind, paws moving without conscious thought from his mind. In the back corner of the shop, he was well enough hidden away that no one would be able to see him, but that was hardly his main concern, as the gloves jerked and twitched tightly around his paws, making any attempt at movement under his own jurisdiction completely and utterly pointless. Hey, what's going on? The last word came out as a moan that rose in pitch, his long ears twitching to attention as the gloves leapt and unzipped his pants, yanking them down around his hips before he could react. And yet, when he was able to respond and react, the bunny found that he couldn't move his paws one bit, a fact that was more and more terrifying as his breath caught in his throat and the gloves fumbled for his underwear, slipping them down with a greater air of sensuality to expose his member and balls to the cool air of the shop. Di couldn't help it. His cock hardened instantly, flushing full of blood, pumping to its full length. He barely needed the satin touch of the shimmering gloves to make him feel so aroused the gloves acting of their own free will as they seemed to shiver and caress the length of his shaft, teasing from base to tip with just the very tips of the fingers. Heart pounding, the bunny desperately tried not to react, but it was a losing battle as his hips jerked back and forth, hunched over as the fabric drew a spike of arousal to his lust-addled mind, wishing he was anywhere, absolutely anywhere else but in this shop. Could it have been kinky if he'd been at home, safe in his own bedroom to play? But the gloves. They weren't inanimate. Was he losing his mind? Anyone watching may have said so, but he was completely out of control of them. There was nothing he could do. Is everything okay over there? The shopkeeper, a tiger with old, wizened eyes, called around the corner from the desk, but the rabbit gasped and shook his head, eyes wide and round. He couldn't be caught with his shaft out. No, no. He said as loudly as he dared without drawing further attention to himself, although the stammer couldn't be helped. Everything's fine. Sorry. So sorry. Luckily for him, no one came to investigate, and he swallowed a moan as the gloves, for he could not have said that his paws were in control, stroked and massaged his throbbing length, arousal clashing with desperation in the confines of his mind. The fingers curled sensually around his girth, stroking and teasing so beautifully that it was as if they knew the workings of his own mind and what stroked the fires of his lust better than he even knew for himself. Rubbing behind the head of his cock, the fingers of the glove stroked one after the other, a fluttering rub that made him pant and curl further over his front, his back to the rest of the shop, and anyone who may have had the misfortune to walk in front of his humiliation right out in public, in the open. What if someone did see him? What would they think? Oh, they would only see him masturbating, jerking himself off so crudely, with the gloves that he hadn't even bought as yet. 
for it seemed natural that he would have to buy them after they had touched his shaft, even if he had not actually done it himself. The satin glove slipped down into his underwear, teasing and caressing his balls briefly, sweetly, and it was all the bunny could do not to roll his eyes back and let out a loud moan that would have given everything away right then and there. Although he was not one to swear or curse, he rolled his head from one shoulder to the other, striving and failing to work out the tension in his body as his hips juddered forward, rocking and grinding his shaft shamefully into one glove after the other, the satin itself biting his fingers to close and allow his lust-stricken body to pump between them as if he was going to come right there in the shop. No. Yet, it was not as if he had any choice in the matter. The magic of the gloves controlling his motions as he panted and opened and closed his mouth with as little sound as possible, mind turning over. He could not quite be horrified at his own actions, being too aroused for that. But Di grunted softly, trying to be quiet, so very quiet, and rattling the items left on the shelves as he bumped his shoulder into it, using it for some semblance of support. His legs shook terribly, and it was all he could do to stay upright. Luckily or unluckily for him, the gloves had other things planned. Their wicked, little magical pulse craving something more from him as he was controlled and embarrassed where he could be revealed at any moment. They had been waiting for a very long time, after all, for a suitable bear to come along and, well, the rabbit had just fit the bill so very perfectly that they hadn't been able to resist. The gloves, completely of their own accord, danced off his fingers and paws, with what could be determined to be a flirty swish pivoting on the shelf before him on one finger as they could hold up their own weight, as marginal as it was. Gasping and heaving, Di groaned softly, trying to keep himself as quiet as possible as he leaned over, resting a shaking paw on the shelf for some semblance of balance. The gloves. Oh, it seemed almost too perfect that they were moving, flitting back and forth as if alive themselves the beads glittering in the low light as he gyrated his hips, wanting that stimulation back but not daring to touch his cock openly in the shop without the lure of the gloves teasing him on to a state of complete and utter arousal. They darted down as he leaned heavily on the shelf, mouth hanging open for the touch of the satin once again, brushing his achingly hard length, lusting after a climax that was so very close. The gloves didn't seem to need his paws inside them to hold their shape and pressed more firmly around his cock, the skin moving lightly back and forth with the driving pump of them, their magic wanting one more thing from him and one thing alone. Panting and heaving for breath that could not sate the burning in his lungs, all Di could do was hold on for the ride as the fabric brushed and rubbed his length so wonderfully that it would have taken a much stronger rabbit than he to hold back. But he clamped his jaw shut as Climax overruled him, hips jerking and bucking fervently that he may as well have been thrusting into a partner, seeking to seed them as raw need overcame him. The gloves seemed to rejoice, a little ripple shuddering through him as just the one masturbated his dick while the other caught the seed, ensuring that not a drop went to waste as they soaked it up 
the semen disappearing as if it had never been. On and on, his orgasm rolled. Although it could not have lasted for more than a few seconds in all reality, the violet satin glowing faintly as it took in his energy and virility. Every drop of cum he fed them, the greater their power grew, a fact that would only be revealed when he got home and explored his new purchase more fully, even if he didn't want to quite yet. Shakily, he looked over the gloves that had caused him such pleasure, turning the material over and over in his paws as they fell limp, almost forgetting to pull his jeans back up and hastily covering his softening cock as his embarrassment blessedly came to an end. The gloves lay in his paws, perfectly clean and dry, as if they had never danced about with their own sense of life at all, as innocent and innocuous as anything ever had been. There was only one thing Di could do. Without meeting the shopkeeper's eyes, the bunny quietly shuffled up to the counter, his whiskers quivering and eyes downcast. The price tag on the gloves had been high, higher than he should have been spending on an impulse buy, but he had no other option in mind after what the beautiful slip of satin had lovingly put him through. I'd like to buy these, please. And with that, we conclude our story. Again, if you would like to read this story for yourself, you can find it at sofurry.com slash view slash 1409618. And if you would like to have a story of your very own, you can reach out to this amazing author by checking out their profile at amethyst-mare.sofurry.com. I would also like to take a moment now to introduce Jamie V.A., the voice actor who voiced Die in this story, to say a few words. Hey guys, this has been Jami VA. If you would like to listen to any of my other audio work or even hire me, then you can find me on Discord, Reddit, Casting Call Club, and you can donate to me on coffee.com. Thanks, Jamie. And I would like to thank you, the listeners, for joining me once again on Dinner at Giffany's with your host, Take a iron hoof. Good night and come again. <laughs>